Welcome back to the Bash Mania podcast. Sorry for no episode last week. Life was pretty crazy, but we are back. And two is better than one. So today we have two guests on the show. Roman Bravo Young, Bo Nickel, both back on the podcast. I love both these dudes. I'm so excited to dive into this conversation. Before we do, this episode is brought to you by our friends at Attack, A-T-A-C, Attack. It is an app for athletes. And I would add to that people that just want to stay in shape. Once you've hit that athletic level of being in shape on that athlete side, you want to stay there as long as you can. And attack can help. Attack is an AI strength and conditioning coach, nutritionist, and a mentality mentor, all in one app, all in your pocket, your age, your goals, your program. Attack is here to help you level up. If you haven't downloaded the Attack app, download it today. It's ATAC in the Apple App Store. Follow them on social. They're attack.app. They post super cool content with Jordan Burroughs, Reese Humphreys, fishing, offshore, all super, super cool stuff. Diet help, um, nutrition help, very, very helpful and resourceful content. It's not just stuff. They don't really tell you to sit there and you know download the app, download the app. It's not like that. They produce good content around their athletes and wrestlers that they support. So go and support Attack. Thank you to Attack for sponsoring this podcast. It's Bashomania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashamania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Two Nittany Lions, Bo Nickel, Roman Bravo Young. How are you guys? Doing great, Justin. Thanks for having us on, man. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Just okay. chilling. You, you guys are like two people that I text a lot, and I know what's going on in your lives, and you're not nearly on the podcast as much as I realize that like, I know so many things. So it's good to have you both on. You guys both have interesting moves coming up. So I want to talk to you both about that. Let's go back just a little bit because Roman, I don't think you've been on here since March. You just won a second NCAA championship like 45 days ago, beat Dayton fix again in the finals. What was that like? Oh uh, yeah. You know, it's always cool winning. And then uh, more importantly, we won as a team. So that's cool. But just like anything, you know, I finally got another goal of mine, but after a couple of weeks, life goes back to normal and focus on the next thing that's ahead of me. But it's always cool when you're winning, you know, and it's cool to share it with uh, the team title with my teammates. Was that your favorite match of the season, the finals? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that's my favorite match. Uh, I think when I wrestled DeSanto and Carver, that was my favorite match just because uh, <laughs> I had to go in some deep waters there, you know, after the match, I was puking and stuff. So it was fun, but um, it was a cool match. You know, it's a cool experience. And, and I know a lot of people saw my grandpa after that match on the floor. So more, uh, for me, it was just cool to share that with him. You know, he's the one who got me here in the first place. Dude, you were telling me, I can't remember. I think it was at NCAA. Is like you were telling me how much respect you have for DeSanto and how you think he could easily be an NCAA champion. And I don't think enough people have heard that from you, like how much respect you have for him and how, like you just said, how deep you've had to go wrestling that dude. Yeah, exactly. People don't understand, you know, just, for me, it's just respect with uh, anyone that wrestles or steps on the mat or same thing with fighting. It's just, uh, it's just over the years, I've just realized that 
how much time and effort I put in. I know these other guys are doing the exact same thing. And a lot of fans and people don't understand what we give, we give, uh, we give to this sport, you know, and, and I understand that. And I see that and it would suck to, to be on there in the sick where they're not achieving their goals. So I can only imagine how they feel, but so I just respect that. I always give them credit because they, like I said, plenty of time is they, they, they're the ones who push me, you know, I'm not waking up and working out hard for just to do it. Right. So it's just, yeah, that's just the way I think of it. You know, it's cool for me as a Penn state fan because of guys like you who have taken me in over the years, it's fun to like tout Penn state success, but you took, take that to another level because here you have this year, five NCAA champs and you're able to share a photo from when you were on a team as five national champs. What's that like for you? Like, did you ever think there would be five champs again? Like Penn state is such a great team. So it wouldn't surprise me, but what was your perspective when that happened? Man, I was just really so proud of the guys on the team, you know, because they just, they went through a lot this past season and, there was just uh, honestly like a lot of people doubting them. I feel like my years, you know, it was kind of uh, expected of us. And I mean, we we're always expected to win and everything, but it was just like, I think that after, you know, not winning the team title the year before, uh, um, a lot of people just, you know, it's uh, like short-term memory or something. They, they forget like who we are. And, you know, so I was just so happy to see all the guys come through and, I know how hard they work. I know what type of stuff they're doing day in, day out to achieve their goals. So it was more just me being proud of these young dudes that put in the work and put in the effort. And I mean, obviously I can relate and uh, yeah, I know how special that's, that is to do, you know, on an individual level and a team level. So it's just, uh, yeah, me being proud of these, these dudes and you know, they deserve it. Now, let me ask you each your opinion, because, Bo, you concluded that post with which five guys win. <laughs> Did you have an answer in your head to that question? <laughs> I mean, I think you know what I'm going to say, and I think it's the truth. <laughs> but uh, at the end of the day, it, it was weird, though, because there was a lot of different weight classes, you know. Yeah. It wasn't like there was very much overlap there, which is pretty cool, actually. You know, the fact that we had as many guys as we did win at different weight classes, that's just a testament to truly how great Penn state is. Like we're not 125 view, 133, 197, 285. Like we're everything like that. We do it at every weight. So, you know, if you're a young kid looking where to go, like we have success at every single weight, we have national champs at every single weight. So, you know, whoever you are, whatever weight class you are, like you can come here and win. Like that goes without saying. So, that's uh, one thing that I thought was pretty cool. I mean, obviously, it's fun to be competitive with each other, but it's even cooler to me that we're, we're doing it at, at every single weight class and we just have that depth. It is crazy how much overlap there's not in that. Like Roman at 33, Nick at 41, I think, was, it, was it Zane at 49 that year? Yep. Yeah, so it's like as you go up, it, it's wild. Roman, what do you think about when you see, like, the fact that it's been done before? Sometimes people... I think when something's done before it's like, and maybe it's kind of the same thing winning an individual championship. Like once something's done before it kind of takes a bit of, I don't want to say a bit of the edge off, but it's like, it's been done before. It can definitely be done again. It seems like it'd be a confidence boost. And it's almost like, man, to see them do that, that's motivation to go out and, and try to do that again. Yeah. You know, before I didn't even like think about anything like that. 
during that NT tournament, like I didn't even, I don't know. It was just so long ago that I didn't really, it wasn't really, didn't cross my mind this year that yeah. we get a cat five or, and then I wasn't thinking about when they won their five. It was just like, that was so long ago, but looking back at it, yeah, that is pretty crazy. Like Bo said, it's just Penn State's won uh, NCAA title on every weight class. I don't know who else has done that, you know? It's crazy. And in such a short period of time too, like that's what's so crazy. And I'm curious, Roman, you just announced you're coming back to Penn State for one more year. And I feel like you see that a lot with kids who are right on the edge and maybe they didn't get a national championship. And it's like, all right, you saw it with with the guys like Marinelli or Kemmerer, like they're right there. They're like, I know I'm right there. I'm coming back for one more year. It seems like that's a natural reason to come back when you've won two championships. What's your incentive to come back for another year? Yeah, so it's like it's not definitely to win another title, like uh, another individual. Like for me personally, like I don't care. I'm if I didn't wrestle another match in wrestling, like I'm satisfied. Came in the game, changed a little bit, brought my own flavor, like I'm good. But you know, it's kind of like it's a free year. Why not? I'm not in a rush to go anywhere. I wake up every day and train. Like I'm not working a nine to five, so it's like why not? You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, we'll see. Maybe I'll wrestle like more of a modified schedule. And, uh, you know, uh, these people have helped me a lot. They changed my life. So it's it's kind of like, why would I not want to help Kale and then try to win another team title? And we have a, the kids in the room that obviously can do it. And I'm still having fun. You know, I know there's a lot of pressure. People expect me, oh, you're going to win three easy. That's obviously not the case. But i got to work my butt off. But like I said, I, there's no, I'm not in a rush to do anything else in my life. So it's like the MMA world, you can get in that later on. Another year of college won't hurt. Um, another year me holding back off freestyle another year won't hurt so so does that mean other schools aren't offering you big bags of cash to head out of state college uh you know that's a, this is a really tricky situation to talk about and things like that <laughs> there's a lot of people are getting upset too but i'm not saying any school to talk to me personally but you know there's uh people in my circle that i've heard i've heard some a lot of crazy numbers thrown out there and stuff but at the end of the day like i could have easily just went into the portal and took offers for a lot of money somewhere else but uh, I think a lot of a lot of the money sounds cool in the moment, but I gotta think uh, I gotta think long term. You know, what am I gonna do? What if I do go to another school and I'm just not happy? Uh, what if I'm not getting the training I need because I know what I need, or I'm just not enjoying myself for the coaches? Like, yeah, the money's cool in the moment, but what about long term? Am I happy? So those are some things that I really had to think about. Was I in it just for the money, or am I in it just for just for? Uh, for myself. So I just want to make sure I'm happy and you know, this is where I'm happy. Um, so stick around for one more year and figure things out. Well, how much goes through your mind when you, when you see what's going on in the NIL landscape, whether it's, you know, poaching and tampering, whether it's kids making money all around, like you've been on here before talking about it. It's been a while. You've seen some of it play out and now we're kind of seeing it play out on a different level. What have been your thoughts on it recently? I've actually had mixed feelings. You know, I think that on a positive note, I'm happy that the kids are getting paid because, you know, I know when, um, when I was in college, obviously didn't have that opportunity and it's exciting for me to see these young guys be able to, um, tap into that and just, you know, get what they're worth. You know, that's to me is like exciting in the way that it always should have been at the same time. You know, people, a lot of people are, are breaking rules. A lot of people aren't, aren't, are kind of manipulating this situation and, and kind of just using that to, 
I don't know. There's always going to be people that break rules. There are always going to be people that um, try to cheat, try to find the take the easy way out and do that. And I, I know that's something that we do not do at Penn State that we'll never do. And so I can be proud of our team and our coaching staff. I know they're, they have high character and that they're men of integrity. And so, you know, that's not something that's, that's done where we're at. But I, I do feel like, you know, people trying to take advantage of the system, it's uh, – it's I don't I don't like seeing that just because it could take a good thing what's supposed to be a good thing for the kids and really ruin it and yeah. I, I just I don't like that but people are going to always try to find a way to cheat people are going to always try to find a way to get around rules and stuff like that so you know at this point knowing that I'm, I'm just happy that the kids are getting paid because you know these kids deserve it and they they earn that they put in years and years of hard work and uh yeah, you know, I think that there's uh, some, I don't know if it's coaching staffs or, or if it's donors, alumni, whatever it is that, you know, they want to win pretty bad and they're willing to sacrifice morals and values for that. So, you know, that's on them at the end of the day. Yeah. And as we were texting yesterday about doing a show today, I really started thinking about this interesting aspect of what Roman just said. I don't think enough kids are going to be thinking about, which is what do I want for the next 10 years? If you go to a school and you take an NIL deal, but that's where you don't want to be next year, what's going to happen then? Because you're not going to get a senior level deal like that NIL deal. So you got to think of the next 10 years, not just one year, as good as the money may be. But on top of that, I'm curious if you start seeing more infrastructure being built around. Like, for example, if Roman wants to train MMA more, you've got American top team right in state college. There's a lot of synergy there where there's incentive beyond any financial aspects because he knows there's options there long term, whether it's NLWC, whether it's fighting and, and staying in that hub. I, I wonder if you're going to start seeing more infrastructure be put where, you know, a lot of guys at Oklahoma go in, in into MMA. Are you going to start seeing more of a hub? So, so Oklahoma guys don't transfer out like. I'm very curious on where this goes around um, building infrastructure. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. And I think like a lot of what we have at Penn State is, you know, goes, goes way further beyond the money, obviously. You know, people, people know they can come here, they can be successful. A lot of people probably don't know this, but I paid to come to school here. Like, I mean, I freaking took money. My family took money out of our own pockets so I could come to Pennsylvania. And out-of-state tuition is not cheap here. You know, it's expensive. Yeah. So um, I, I paid money to come to school here. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't, wouldn't change a single thing. I knew I could go any other place for free and probably get money on top of that. But this is where I wanted to be. We have everything you need that goes beyond, you know, uh, paper currency that you, you need to be successful in life. And the money will come. The way I look at it now is with these NIL deals and with the college athletes, like if you're jumping in the transfer portal and somebody can pay you X amount of money, like that dude just, that dude just bought you. Like, are you, I understand getting your worth, but like, are you going to let somebody else buy you? Are you for sale? Because if you're for sale right now at 18 years old, I guarantee you, you're going to be for sale at 25, at 30, at 50. And like, that's, that's your life. Like if you want to be the person that's always for sale, like, that's on you. But if you start that now at 18, that's not going to change. So I like the way Roman 
uh, worded it with, you know, he's got to be happy. He went with his instinct. He went with his gut and his heart. And uh, that's cool to see. And I think a lot more kids should uh, take notice of that and try to try to follow in those footsteps of, you know, go with your gut, go where you are going to be happy and the money will come. Um, that's something that, you know, if you're going to be for sale and let somebody buy you, like that's going to remain consistent in your life. It's not a one-time thing. Yeah. And before the grammar police come after him, I'm obviously talking about Oklahoma state. Because if I say Oklahoma or Okie State, people get all mad and start tweeting at me. But, Bo, speaking of American Top Team, how's that going for you? It's great. You know, it's exciting. We're in, we're in exciting times. You know, I feel like right now it's cool because we're just in the infancy of the, of our, our program and everything that we have going. You know, uh, I'm really trying to, trying to trailblaze this, trying to figure everything out on my own uh, for the first time. You know, I don't really have other guys at the gym who have been in the MMA game for 10 or 15 years, you know, so I'm figuring out my own way. And, and I think that's the best way to go about it because um, I bring a very different perspective to the sport than most people. And, you know, I'll be able to figure things out and, and hopefully in a few years, be able to help this younger generation of guys that want to fight, you know, Roman, Greg, Carter, Aaron, all these dudes that are interested in fighting. Like I'm, I'm trying, uh, kind of going through a trial and error process, figuring out what works, what doesn't. And by the time these dudes are ready to go, we'll have a full-fledged system and just uh, run, be able to make everything on easy on these guys to where they're getting paid the most money, they have the best training, and we got everything figured out. But, yeah, that's kind of uh, you know where I feel is exciting. Obviously, I'm excited about my career and where it's going to go, and I'm excited to get to, like, trailblaze this a little bit and be able to – hopefully make it better for these young guys too. Yeah. You talk about your career. It was obviously just announced yesterday, June 3rd, you're back in the ring, making your pro debut. Tell me about that deal, how that went down. Yeah, I'm pretty fired up. You know, I'm excited. Um, I've been training my plan initially coming into MMA was to train half a year and make my pro debut. You know, I decided in the meantime, while I started training to take a few amateur fights. And so now it's really exciting. I'm about, I'll be about seven months, eight months in and uh, making my pro debut, um, which I'm super pumped about on UFC Fight Pass. So big platform. And yeah, just, you know, kicking this off. Um, I'm excited to, you know, get out there, put on a show, get a finish. I don't know whether it's going to be submission or knockout, whatever it is, I'll finish the suit and then, you know, skate out of there healthy with a check this time, which is cool. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, then on to the next one. So hopefully I'll fight again. And, maybe eight weeks after that. Do you know who the opponent is or where the fight's going to be? Yep. So it'll be in uh, Richmond, Virginia. And I have an opponent. Um, he's, I think, four and two, five and two, something or amateur or something like that. So I don't know. He might have a couple of pro fights, but yeah, I'm just, I'm excited to compete. You know, it doesn't really matter who steps across from me at this point. You know, I've only trained a half year, but I feel like I'm ready to compete with the top guys in the world. That being said, development still important you know i'm still here to develop and you don't uh just throw somebody to the wolves right away i've seen a lot of people's careers be hurt by that so for me i'm just you know in this development process of continuing to get better and improve and i'll make steps up in competition uh each fight yeah it's smart i think patty the baddie is somebody i enjoy watching i think everybody enjoys watching him and i think the fights he's taken are very smart and i think the way you build a fight career as I become 
more of a fight fan as I start to follow guys like you into it, it it's interesting how different it is from like, especially, you know, college sports, but even senior level wrestling, it's so different because you go to a tournament, you know what guys are going to be there. It's, it's not picking stuff. And it's also a guy like you, very hyped, very high expectations for your career. Where do you fall with, with balancing your own expectations for your career versus whether it's a, a certain finish, whether it's, you know, living up to expectation. I mean, you're kind of used to it on the wrestling side. What's it been like on the fight side as you prepare for this fight? You know, I think like as far as expectations on myself, I expect to be the number one pound for pound fire in the world. And, you know, I'm not in a rush to get there, but I know that's where I'm going to be. So I'm, I'm just trusting my, my team around me, my, my coaches, my management team, first round management, you know, they've been, uh, Malky Kawa, Abe Kawa, they've been huge in guiding me along this process. And so, you know, I trust these guys. They've got a lot of years in the game and they've developed fighters. So for me, you know, it's, it's knowing where I'm going to go. I'm not in a rush to get there. And, uh, yeah, you know, just that's about it. Um, just continue to improve every single day. And right now I feel like, like I said, I'm I'm not going to be able to really fight people that have this similar experience to me. And like that's not going to be that competitive of a fight, but I'm not in a rush to, to get where I'm going. I, I know where I'm headed and I'm going to continue to uh, just keep grinding and, and working towards uh, those goals. Roman, on that same theme of patience and i love how gary v puts it i think it's um micro speed macro patience you know focusing on the speed every single day focusing on the grind every single day but having the patience when you're around guys like bo and others you're constantly with mma greats how do you balance that itch for wanting to start your mma career i know you said a few minutes ago you know the fight game is not a game you have to get in super young, super early. So there's obviously that aspect of patience and balance, but obviously for a new challenge, there's got to be that itch and, you know, eager desire to start fighting. How are you balancing that, you know, start to the fight career? Yeah. You know, I mean, like last week I was in Hawaii with one Archuleta. I was his partner all week. He was fight. He fought in Bellator. So, I'm getting my roles in out there. I was rolling with TJ, Cub Swanson. We were there for like eight days. And then just being at the Bellator, Bellator event, just seeing the process. So I'm always around it. I think Dom's going to end up taking his fight, uh, taking a fight coming up soon. So I'm going to be in his camp. You know, I trained jiu-jitsu all. I trained jiu-jitsu all summer. I just cross-train everything. So, and um, yeah, I'm not really in a rush. And like, maybe I'll take an uh, amateur fight at the end of the year. It's something I definitely thought about. But I'm, I don't know if I'm going to do it 100%. But other than that, like Bo said, you know, there's no rush for things like that. And because, um, like he said, don't get thrown to the wolves right away. So there's just no rush. And I don't see a rush, especially if I feel like I'm still getting better at wrestling. I'm still super motivated. You know, I train with Gilman, Gilman every day. I know I'm right there with the best in the world. So it's just I just want to I feel like I got more in wrestling. So I'm not in a rush to, like, switch over anytime soon. The Olympic cycle is a year right after college. So. That's something that I have my eyes on. And that was definitely like another decision too. I come back and um, and then I just go to NLWC right after that. So why would I go somewhere else and then, then get stuck? Like you said, yep. NLWC is the best room in the country. Yeah. I mean, unbiasedly, I agree with that statement. Yeah. See, <laughs> I, if, 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 
if you don't agree with that, then you're just you're just a hater. That's all. It's yeah. pretty simple. <laughs> um, Bo, are you in the Penn State room at all? Yeah, I'm in there probably like three, four days a week. So, you know, I'm keeping that wrestling sharp. I'm not really motivated to like compete in wrestling at this point. Um, I know I you are qualified to... for the world team trials in two. I know, weeks. yeah, <laughs> I know. Going out uh, to Vegas with Nolf and being able to sit in his corner was super fun, super interesting. It was kind of funny because last minute I looked at looked at uh, the entries and stuff, and I was like, "Should I just throw my name in there?" And then I was like, <laughs> "You know what? No, nah, I don't have anything really to prove wrestling wise, and I don't really feel super." motivated to do that i'm just more passionate about mma at this point and more passionate about pursuing my fight career so you know i i feel good about my wrestling career and yeah it's uh on to on to new ventures at this point for me i was gonna ask that because i saw you in Nolf's corner at the open and i love it because it, it shows how passionate you are about the sport and obviously there's obviously a selfish aspect to it because wrestling helps your training but you know, you're just quietly at the open training him or coaching him and in this corner. Does that fuel the itch, if nothing else, just to continue wrestling to better your, your fight training? Without, yeah, it definitely does. I mean, I see a lot of people make the mistake, you know, like we talked about mistakes earlier, being thrown to the wolves. People, wrestlers make the mistake of all of a sudden thinking they're a world champs kickboxer, like five fights in their career. And I'm like, nah, I'm a wrestler and I'm, I'm here to stay as a wrestler and I'll rep that till the day I'm done competing, you know, um, I'm going to, I'm going to continue to work on other aspects of my game, continue to get better and more, become more well-rounded, but I'm a wrestler and I'm, I'm here to, I'm going to take you down. I'm going to, I'm going to wear you out and I'm going to finish you that way if I have to. And so, you know, I feel like that's something that's really important to me is not only continuing to keep my, wrestling strong but also just rep for the wrestling community because i don't think we get enough credit as fighters i think a lot of people you know don't realize how important wrestling is you know they talk about oh it's different in a cage or it's different when this dude's throwing punches at you and like yeah you know that's that's a good point that's true but you know i'm here to show that wrestling is the, the best most elite combat sport in the world and so you know when i go out there to fight um, i'm here for every single wrestler every single wrestling fan every coach every parent that that is as a parent to a wrestler like i'm repping for all of you guys too because i'm here to show that wrestling is the the absolute tip of mount everest you know as far as combat sports go yeah it's super cool too you know i like what david did with m2 where your success also helps you off the mat because you have a club and, and you have a business and i'm sure you're seeing that as you start this journey where the more success you have in the ring on in the octagon on top of all the wrestling success you have, it also builds your brand on the American top team side. For sure. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. That's a huge part of it. And, uh, you know, honestly, at this point, I just have to, I have to turn a lot of fighters away, like people that, that want to train with us and stuff, because, you know, this is a, this is a family at the end of the day. And I'm not just down for whoever to walk in that door and think they can train with us. Like, we, we run things a certain way. We do things a certain way. And it's about, about loyalty, about commitment to each other, about every single guy wanting to be world champ. Like we're not in here to jack around and, you know, go make 50 K a fight and just like be a fighter. Like we're here to be world champions. It's the same mindset for me as it is for 
Roman, Carter, Aaron, all these guys coming up, you know, anybody that comes and train here is here to be a world champ. And, you know, we're not here to just have some dude come in to roll with us or whatever it is and, and, and learn all of our stuff. Like, no, you gotta be, you gotta be in the, in the, in the family to be able to be in here. And so, you know, they're, I'm turning people away a lot. Like a That's lot of people wild. are reaching out to want to come in and train with us. You no know, UFC fighters, Bellator fighters, everybody. And I don't care. It doesn't matter like what your name is. If you're not part of the family, like you're not coming in here. So, you know, it definitely helps with the notoriety, but that's just part of it. And it, it's not really a main focus for us. Yeah. Roman, we obviously now know Bo will not be at the world team trials, no matter how much I pull for that. What do you have any freestyle plans for this year before? I know you said you want to do an amateur fight into the year, modified yeah. schedule for Penn state next year, any freestyle plans for this year? Oh yeah. Actually, uh, I think me and Nick Lee are going to hit an international tournament in November, November ish or October ish, somewhere around that. I'm going to start getting more on the, this upcoming year, I'm going to be a lot more on the international circuit traveling. Cause that's always been one of my goals. Like I said, but uh, as far as world team trials, I don't think I'm going to do it this year. You know, I have a, a lot of things pulling me different ways right now. Um, and I'm just not fully, fully into it in competition mode. Like I'm still training twice a day, regardless. I don't care what time of the year is, but I'm just not uh, competing. Just got have other things to do. I'm graduating. Uh, I got a graduation party with my family. And then my next week thing that I'm actually, I'm training for a sprint triathlon. So that's what I'm really getting ready for. So that's gonna do wild. that here soon. So. I was about to say, bro, that's interesting that you're saying you're, you're, you know, you got other things pulling you. I'm seeing you in there grinding every day, just freaking. <laughs> yeah. You're in there, you're in there all the time. I'm like, what? This dude's not even taking the day off. <laughs> yeah, I just have an addiction to working out, but yeah, I'm, I just started a training cycle for uh, getting ready for this triathlon that I'm gonna do in uh, August. So it's, I just wanted to challenge myself in a new way, and uh, I think me, Aaron Pico, and Coach Calvito are doing it. So I'm excited. It's gonna be fun. It's like a half mile swim, 13 mile back ride, and like five mile run back to back to back. So that's what I'm training for now. <laughs> now I know I want to, I just want to push myself to do something crazy. You know, I think I need to come like bring my wife, my kid, my dogs and just come and stay college and hang out with you guys for a month. So I'm more motivated to work out because when I'm with you guys, I'm like, this is what I'm doing two a days. You guys are nuts. Um, Roman, when we were talking about NIL and Bo was saying how happy he is for kids like you to be able to make money now, now yeah. that your first year of NIL is under your belt, looking back, how do you feel about it? Integrating brand deals and dealing with getting brands oh. approved. Like how was it this year? Yeah. So now it's easier for me because I understand the process and um, it's cool. But like I said, if you're not a big name in wrestling, you're really not going to get paid. If you don't really have anything to offer companies, you're probably not going to make a lot of money. So like I said, it's not really life changing money. But I mean, some of the deals that these other people are getting to stay there or like, like, like Bo said, they're buying people, they're buying them because they know they're worthy. Like they've already proved themselves. So I think before, before people get ahead of themselves, it's like these people who are offering these six figure deals, to, it's because they've proved themselves. They're just not giving these, these schools aren't just giving money to anyone, you know, but, but yeah, I think, I think it's cool. But for me, I really only have like one or two sponsors, you know, this year I'm probably going to look, look for more because now I know I'm coming back, but like, I, I just want to do with something with like boy said, uh, Bo said my values. I don't want to just post something on social media just for a thousand dollars or a couple hundred bucks. I want to be, I want it to be long-term and I want it to be something that I like and I represent and wear every day. I just want to be posting the amount of times I get asked to post this for a couple hundred dollars is like, Oh, post this in our story. Oh, post this. And I'm like, 
my, I'm not, I'm not an advertisement, you know? So I didn't, I don't think I really maxed out my potential, but I think this year I'm going to work on a little bit more for sure. And um, yeah, I think it's cool. It's a cool thing. You know, I can put my name on things. I could, uh, I made LLC. I'm going to have, I'm going to have a little scholarship for uh, kids back home. So there's a lot of things I'm doing back home, like RBY foundation back home. So a lot of the things I can do now with my own name. So it's, it's pretty cool. Just getting uh, started on things for the future. Bo, how has been the brand side of things for you as you transition from wrestling to MMA? It's obviously a completely different world. How has that transition been for you on the brand side? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a different world. Um, you know, I was fortunate to have a lot of sponsors prior to switching over and a lot of people that wanted to stay with me and grow with me, which was cool. Um, you know, obviously love my, love my apparel brand, Scrap Life, you know, being able to be with them and uh, them to continue to support me through MMA has been really cool. But there's a ton of people that reach out to me um, all the time for for deals. It's similar, similar to Roman, you know, and I'm not here to post post for a thousand bucks or this and that. Like I'm not a sellout. I'm not here to be bought. So the same way that he said, I'm just trying to rep things that I love personally. And with that, it's more of like myself starting my own, my own businesses and, and, and partnering, truly partnering with companies versus just promoting yeah. them, you know, cause that's just to me, not really a good look. And it just seems kind of, uh, disingenuine to just be peddling peddling stuff and trying to make a quick buck here and there so for me it's about um stuff that i actually use on the daily regularly that i believe in and like so i haven't really accepted any sponsorship deals moving forward because i feel good with the the sponsors that i do have and i I, at the same time i know my worth so you know i know right now like uh i'm just starting my mma career but there's a big platform in mma and so you know, I wouldn't be surprised if in like three years, you know, I had a million followers and we're on a, a completely different level than we are now. So, you know, I'm not looking in, in a, the same way with my career in fighting that I'm not looking to rush it. I'm not looking to rush my um, sponsorship deals. And I'm excited now just about growing my businesses and investing and doing things like that. So I'm not really like chasing, chasing money. I, I'm still waiting for the seasonings. <laughs> that's been tough so that's one thing i need to work on is because you know trying to do that all by myself is really hard you know because obviously i have other businesses i have full-time uh training schedule i'm trying to you know uh balance all these things and so i need like uh partners you know that, that's just something that that i need to do a better job of is until this point in my career i've always pretty much I mean, aside from my coaches and my teammates, like it's, it's my own responsibility to do whatever I want to do. And, you know, in business, that'll only get you so far. You can't really grind it out all by yourself. Like very few people are able to do that and they have to be fully committed to one thing for the most part. So you're, you're not able to be pulled in a bunch of different directions and be successful in all of them by yourself. So for me, I, I need to get better at um, developing partnerships in, in those aspects. You know, I've developed good partnerships in my, my competition and my training, my fighting, but uh, I need to kind of focus more on this, do the same thing in other areas of business. Yeah, for sure. And Roman, I want to go back to what you just said about a foundation back home. You obviously have such a cool story that one day we'll really get into the whole story of your upbringing. I know there's so much there, but 
how cool is it for you at this point of success? And in, in both is kind of for you too. Like you guys, I don't think either one of you have scratched the surface of what you're going to do over the next 10 years, but what you've already done is so much more than what so many people will do, especially on an athletic level. And you guys have such power to be, um, I don't want to use the word influencers, but like motivators, like you guys have such power behind your success. How much do you kind of focus on that and think about that? Because you guys, I'm sure are given so many opportunities to enroll in last year. We did a couple things. Um, I can't remember it was Thanksgiving, Christmas, but we did some cool stuff, but I know you're always doing cool stuff. Like, how much do you guys take time to think about that? Cause I know you both are into giving back and helping. It's interesting because you're, you've both already hit such a pinnacle of success, but there's obviously so much more still that you're going to, going to obviously I know do. Uh, you want me? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's just like, like just being a good person and then just knowing that I didn't come from anything. It kind of just motivates me to help others and uh, kind of just being what's missing for others. You know, I didn't, all the stuff that I have now, I never thought I'd have looking back on it. And um, like for me, I just try to get back as much as possible. I'm going back home. I'm going to do a camp. And um, when I go, I have a lot of camps this upcoming summer. And I just go there and these kids come up to me and this they're like, tell me that I'm their favorite wrestler. And people are signed, people are having me sign dollars and like shoes. I'm holding pictures with babies. And I'm just doing all this stuff that it's just, just sometimes it just hits differently. And it's like, dang, you know, I can really inspire these people so yeah that's like for me um a lot of people who follow me just noticed that i came in here um yeah i was getting high school but i didn't have the best freshman year and i just turned stuff around real quick and just i was just posting me working out and grinding and nothing's changed so i know people just know that i've always just been a hard worker so if i can keep that and keep having success and just keep uh inspiring others because you know i get a lot of messages and my DMs about how much I inspire people and look like these wrestlers look up to me. So that just motivates me to help them keep, keep inspiring me and keep posting good content for them. You know, that's the least I could do at this point. Yeah, for sure. I feel like, you know, for me, it's just about like my foundation and who I am as a person. And I think about, you know, what I want people to remember me for and, and what they will remember me for. I feel like it's, it's how I treat them. And, um, it comes down to my, my faith and, um, knowing how much God's blessed me and how many amazing people God put in my life. And so for me, it's just about being a servant when I can. And, you know, it's hard as a, as a competitor because we want to be the best and we want to win and we want to put all of our energy into ourselves. But I feel really called to, to being able to serve others in whatever way I can. And like Roman says, being able to go to clinics and just make people's day, spend time with them, show them that you care about them, talk with them, impart like a little bit of wisdom on them. You know, I'm only 26, but I've had, you know, the life experiences that I have had, I feel like can help people and I can, you know, teach, teach a little bit and, and just, and at the end of the day, serve. That's what I think we're all called to do is, is be a servant in some way, shape or form. And that's different for every person. But for me right now, it's through my sport, through wrestling, through fighting and being able to inspire people. And that's a, a very big opportunity and something that I'm very grateful for being able to do that for people. 
And it's wild too, Bo, because I've known you for so long and you have one of the best hearts out of any wrestler I've ever met. And it's so, I can never get, I can't like logically process. And I know this is the case, but somebody who has such a good heart and gets in the ring and beats the hell out of somebody. <laughs> I can't comprehend it. I get it. But like yeah. for me, I don't fight anybody. If I fight somebody, obviously yeah. there's anger behind it. What I don't feel any emotion. Like? <laughs> like it's not, it's not emotional for me. You know, that's, that's one thing I feel like that helps me with fighting is it's a, to me, it's, it's a, a game. It's a chess match, the strategy. And yeah, there are real life consequences. And, you know, some people try to make it personal with trash tuck and whatnot. But like when I get in the ring, like when I'm actually fighting you, there's it's zero emotion. Like I'm not, Oh, this dude said something crazy. Like I'm going to freaking smash him. Like, no, nah. like I'm just cold calculated. Every single move I make is, is planned and strategic to win. It's not to hurt somebody. I'm not going out there to hurt people. I think a lot of people get in MMA because they want to hurt somebody. And I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't like hurting people. And honestly, I'm a little nervous about my next fight. Cause I don't want to hurt this guy. Like I'm pro- <laughs> like, like that's part of this. You're probably goal, going to. <laughs> I don't want to, like, I don't, I don't want to hurt this dude. I just want to get in there, finish him. And, and, and hopefully like he, he walks away and he's okay. Like I, I genuinely don't want to hurt people, but yeah, I mean, it's just a emotionless thing for me because that's what I trained to do. And I, I care about people and I want people, I want everybody to be successful and happy. There's not a single person that in this, on this earth that I wish it on. And I hope they all find their way and I hope they all can uh, find their passion and purpose in life. And for me, like, yeah, the, the emotions completely out of the equation in the fight. That's so crazy. Have you given much thought to that Roman? What's that? Like the aspect of, you know, being a good human and still beating the crap out of somebody because it's a, it's a job. It, it's, it's a task. It, it's wrestling. Just elevate. Yeah. You know, there's you more, know, obviously yeah. there's more pain and stuff into it. Yeah. No, I think, I mean, even with wrestling, I'm like, I did, I'm just like, sometimes like afterwards, I'm like, damn, I just crushed that dude's dreams or like, <laughs> when I, or like sometimes yeah. I'll be like a crazy thing and it'll like blow up online. I'm like, damn, I really didn't have to do that to that guy. But you know, it's just me. It's just part of the, come to the territory, you know, but uh, yeah, with fighting, man being around it so much and being like being with people in these camps and then people don't understand man once that cage is closed it's really life or death and a lot of a lot of fans and people who aren't around it really don't understand that it's it's fighting just a different it's a different animal and like now that i go to these fights and i see i see the process i'm like this is life or death for some of these guys it's very it's it's not a game so it's like it's like, damn, this is some serious stuff. So I look at it from a different perspective now. But yeah, I don't wish, I never wish harm on anyone. I always want to see my friends, family. Just want to uh, see everyone win. You know, it's no hate over here. All love on this side. That's so crazy. You guys both have very mature perspectives on that, which I think a lot of people can benefit from. Um, Roman, la- last thing here. Bo just touched on his faith a bit. I know you put out a great blog article on your site last year about your faith and how it's impacted your career. I don't know if we yeah. still have it up there, but just talk a few minutes about how your faith has impacted your career these last couple of years. Um, you know, I mean, there's a reason why I'm here, you know. I don't know what that reason is, but, you know, a big credit I got to give to is Bo, obviously. During season, you know, we have Bible studies, and those really – those really helped me a lot and just give me a, a different perspective on 
my life, you know, I'm not saying I'm the most religious person and I'm not saying that I, I don't do, I don't do dumb things sometimes, but, you know, I think we all do, but I think it just helps me and it gives me something to, uh, to try and follow and really look back on, you know, every morning I wake up, I have the Bible app and I look at a scripture or the daily verse. And then, and, um, I set my journal, I journal my goals and I just write down, like, I'm always blessed because uh, I really am, you know, I've never, never thought I'd be doing what I'm doing and I'm making money just working out. So it's kind of like life, my life's really not that bad. So yeah, I really credit Bo for a lot of my, uh, faith and just how he's helped me see things from a different perspective and just those bible studies helped a lot and yeah so it definitely it definitely helped a lot and definitely got a lot stronger and um there is a reason why i'm in the position today though so yeah no doubt all right guys that's pretty much all i have for you everybody that's listening i don't think you can live stream roman's triathlon but Bo will be fighting on UFC Fight Pass. What's June 3rd? Yep, June 3rd. June 3rd. So that will be cool. I know a lot of times they only do the day in the life vlogs for like the big, big fights, but they need to make an exception here because I'm waiting for the Bo like following you the week up to the fight. I think everybody wants to see that. <laughs> if, if they don't do it, I'll do it myself. So <laughs> I love we that. got John. We got John. Yeah, we got John. We got shout out John Broaden. He's the best uh, videographer in the game. But uh, yeah, I mean, the UFC has been getting behind me, so I appreciate them. They're, they're putting out a lot of promo for it. So uh, yeah, I'm fired up. It'll be fun. I can't wait. All right, Roman Bo, thank you for taking the time, and I will speak to you guys soon. See Thanks, you Justin. Awesome. See you guys. And the beat goes on.